Hey, it's your boy, Bro Dredge, man. And I'm back again for another episode in the Message to My Younger Self podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. So clear your heart, clear your mind, get your pen and pad out. Let's go. Hey, before I dive in, man, I want to do a couple um, shout outs real quick. Um, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to my wife and daughter, um, Yanisha and Nuri. What up, man? Thanks for rocking with me. Um, they've been extremely supportive through this journey. Secondly, I want to give a shout out to the movement, a.k.a. the youth ministry over at New Shield of Faith Christian Ministries. So the movement, man, they are definitely a part of the inspiration and heavily influential in these podcasts. I titled this um, message to my younger self based on, you know, my experience with um, with the youth ministry. You know, I see a piece of me in every last one of them, man. Um, You know, if I can give them some type of inspiration, encouragement, you know, words of wisdom, advice, whatever you want to call it, especially coming from a a biblical sense, man, or biblical context. That way they can avoid making some of the same mistakes I made when I was coming up as a teen. I hope everybody enjoyed their Easter uh, weekend. Like this is a season where we, you know, give thanks and then celebrate the the fact that Christ carried our burdens for us. You know, he paid the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus was crucified on the cross and then three days later he rose again. Um, Let's make sure we understand the reason for this season. This is just another testimony, man, another act to show, you know, why following Christ should be like, you know, at the top of your list, man. This is why I want to bring that cool factor towards it, because Jesus died on the cross over 2000 years ago. We weren't even born yet. You have somebody who's willing to sacrifice themselves for you. And you wasn't even here yet. You hadn't even made your first mistake yet. And they've already forgiven you. But yet we spend in the most of our time and attention um, on social media, you know, doing little things here and there or living our lives to, to, to put it on Instagram. man. we're doing it for the gram or, you know, when we having problems and having issues, man, we, we, we put them on Facebook. We update our status. We tweet it. You know what I mean? Social media can be dangerous, man, because we find ourselves, you know, doing things for likes and doing things for comments. We, we trying to impress these people, man, people we don't even know. Right. These are people sitting behind a possibly fictitious personal profile and we're doing things to impress them. And they can't really do anything for us, but click the like button. You know, we have to do things to show whoever our followers are, whoever we're connected to in the social uh, universe, that we're up on the trends, man, and we're doing what, what the latest trend is and we're in that latest fad, right? Social media is training us to compare our lives instead of appreciating, you know, everything that God has made us to be. Be you. Don't try to be somebody else or, or do things because someone else is doing it. You know, that that makes you an an impersonator, a replica or carbon copy, right? God made us all originals. You know, you are authentic, right? You are the authentic you. You know, God put a purpose on each and every one of us. But when you pretend to be somebody else, 
there's no substance behind it, right? There, there's emptiness or void. And, and that emptiness exists because God isn't in it. Well, I, I have a challenge for everyone, man. Let's let's kind of change the way that we use social media. Um, let's let's not use it to impress people. Let's use it to impact people, right? Because you know, being Instagram famous, that's that's just like being rich in Monopoly, right? And then the second piece to this challenge, um, before we go putting all our feelings on Twitter and Facebook, let's face our problems um, with prayer. Um, let's go to God with our problems instead of blasting them out on, on Twitter and Facebook. Because keep in mind, you are what you share. You know, I get a I get a lot of people that, you know, I know from back in the day or, you know, people I meet. And they always, you know, ask me why I don't have um, a Facebook page or why I'm not active on Twitter and, and things of that nature. And. You know, I let them know, like, hey, you know, if I need to get in contact with people, you know, I have their phone numbers and the people who need to reach me have mine. And they was like, well, how, how do people, you know, stay up with what you're doing and all that? So, you know, even though it, it seems like I might be out of sight or out of mind, um, don't worry about me, man. Trust me. God got me. You know, we we, we doing just fine over here. I think T.I. might have said something similar to that um, in one of his verses. So I'm going to try something different, man. In the first two episodes, I did a lot of um, sports analogies. Today, um, I'm going to use rap, man. I'm going to use hip hop and, and some of the things that I want to discuss today. And I, I kind of want to stay on this this theme, man, of, of following trends and doing it for the gram and all that, right? So one of my, my favorite artists, man, is, is Jay-Z. And, you know, he has a, a huge catalog of of songs, you know what I'm saying, whether it's his albums or he's featured on somebody else's, right? So there, there's one particular song, man, um, it's called As Real As It Get, it's on the Blueprint 3 album, I think it came out in 2009, I want to say, so there's a there's one piece in here, man, and, and this kind of speaks to Jay as a, as a rapper, man, and, and as a person, he's a trendsetter, he doesn't follow the trend, he sets the trend, you know what I mean, and this is kind of... I guess metaphorically speaking, man, like we want to be leaders out here. We don't want to follow what somebody else is doing. And and the line that he says, man, he's like, Jay just said a mouthful in these handful of bars, man. Um, you know, he says, oh, yeah, I'm rare. I'm aware that I'm rare. I rap and I'm real and I'm one of the few here. Crazy how he's, you know, pretty much putting it out there. Like, you know, he's one of one of a small few, man. And he's a part of the minority that actually live what they're talking about. You know, he's talking about his experiences, you know, his life. He's not, you know watching somebody else's life play out and then writing rhymes about it. You know, he's not doing what he does to impress anybody. And then he goes on to say, these other boys lying, I wonder if y'all care. They stories out of this world, I wonder if y'all here. I mean, he's pretty much asking us, right? You know, those who are listening, those who are watching the interviews and, you know, the videos on TV, like, hey, these guys are making up you know, lifestyles, they're portraying an image that really doesn't exist. 
and we're buying into it. You know, we're feeding into it. And, you know, it's like, hey, do y'all really care that they're doing this? Or, hey, you know, create that false image and, you know, let's run with it. And then lastly, he says, but it doesn't really matter as long as you stay clear, clear of the real stuff we're doing over here. And this is probably the the realest line of them all, right? Like, hey, if y'all going to do it for the gram, if y'all going to make up, you know, stories or create these personas, y'all do that. Y'all do that over there, man, because where we are over here, we're going to keep it 100, right? We're going to tell the truth. We're going to tell the story that we actually lived. We're going to do things and speak about things that we're actually doing. So at the end of the day, man, we have to be real with ourselves. We have to be the best us that we can be. We don't we don't need to be out here trying to impress anybody, you know, um, or competing with anybody. Um, there's always going to be some somebody better at whatever it is we're trying to do. There's always going to be somebody better at it. But what we have to do is we have to run our own race, run the race that we're in, stay in our lane. And if we're going to impress anybody, man, try to impress God. If you want to follow somebody, Follow God, man. Check check this out real quick. So follow his footprint. Follow his path, man. You can't fail. Faith in God is the equivalent to Braille. You can't see it, but you can trust it and you can feel it. I'm just trying to paint a picture for you, man. Just paint the, the picture of, of reality that we don't need to be out here trying to impress man. We need to be focused on impressing God, doing things for him. You know, I get asked from time to time, you know, or, or I hear people saying like, oh, you found God? And my answer to them is, is always no. You know, I let them know like, look, I was trying to do something different. I, I was running. But because of God and his greatness and his love, he didn't let me. And that's, that's what's so amazing. That's what's so incredible about, you know, having, you know, God's love, having God's favor, you know, experiencing his mercy. You know, um, it's, it's crazy because I, w- I was actually listening to um, Wale's album. Um, I think it was the one that came out last year, the album about nothing. And on this album, um, Jerry Seinfeld does, he kind of like hosts the album, right? He does a lot of like uh, sound bites, whether it's an intro to a song or an interlude. And on the song Matrimony, Jerry Seinfeld actually speaks to you know, marriage and being prepared for marriage and, you know, the, when you finally do take that step and and get married, the newness of the marriage, you know, is something that you wasn't ready for. Here, here, take a listen. And you know what? That is kind of what it's like. It's all downhill? Was it really? No, no. It's, oh, all, it's all exciting. It's all and unexpected. Marriage is... Um, you know, do you feel like you're ever truly ready for it? No. No. Kids and marriage are just... No, no. When you're a kid, your parents seem like they were ready to do this. But when you have kids, you realize they weren't, and I'm not either, and no one is. But there's not enough time. Ideally, if you could live to be 200, about 130, you'd be, okay, I think I know enough now to do this. But life is too short. So even if you make plans, you never think you're really ready for marriage. No, no. It's it's like uh, any growth. You're not. You can't be ready for it because that's it's growth. It's going to be new. It's going to be new. You're going to have a new life. You're going to be a new person. 
after listening to Seinfeld, you know, speak on marriage, it immediately made me think of um, the passage where it talks about, you know, comparing marriage to your relationship with Christ, right, or Christ in the church. Um, and, and that passage is is in Ephesians, right? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 31 and 32. It reads, For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. So if you listen to what Seinfeld was saying, um, you know, one of the key pieces that stood out to me when he was talking about, you know, never really being ready or being prepared for marriage, right? Meaning it's going to be something new, something different and something exciting, which is the equivalent to, you know, when you're walking with Christ, man, you you never know when when that blessing is going to come. Right. It's, it's always exciting to see God work in your life and then also to see him working in the life of others. Wale then goes on to, to pose the question like, you know, are you really ever ready for marriage? And, and I kind of equate that question to, are you ever really ready to, you know, give your life to Christ? To answer Wale's question, Seinfeld pretty much says no. And his reasoning was because no one's ever really prepared for growth. You know what I'm saying? It's something new, it's something different. And, and that's the same that could be said about walking with Christ, right? Just as Seinfeld said about marriage, it's going to be growth, it's going to be new. And you're going to be a new person. A great example of that would be um, Malice, who's one half of the rap group The Clips, right? Um, he's changed his name. He's no longer Malice. His name is No Malice, right? Um, he's now serving Christ. And, you know, if you look at his story, man, he, you know, started out back in the day selling drugs. Um, and he was heavy in the, in the drug game, then became a rapper, you know, got caught up in the limelight. And now he's telling his story, giving testimony about how his life has changed, how he's living for Christ, how God has come and, you know, made his life over. You know, there was one scene in a documentary where, you know, he broke down. He had a moment because, you know, he was so happy and so thankful for God's grace and for his mercy so that he did not have to tell this story from a shameful perspective right you know he's able to tell his story and share his experience showing that God brought him through he's now the gospel artist um, and he's telling his story man he's, he's giving his testimony you know if you have a moment please sit down and check it out it's, it's very inspirational so real quick I just want to recap man I got three key takeaways for you the first one is be you be who God designed you to be, right? Number two, don't do it for the gram, man. Stop trying to impress people, right? And then number three, for those that are, you know, on the fence about living for Christ, man, or establishing their relationship with God, you know, if there is any type of void there, if you have any type of feeling of emptiness, that's the space that God wants to step in and fill, all right? Let them do it. Your life will never be the same. All right, folks, I got to run. But before I do, let me leave you with this. Don't depend too much on anyone of this world. Even your own shadow leaves you in times of darkness. I'm out.